This is a GRDC podcast. G'day, my name is Chris Brown. I was very lucky recently to get along to a farmer crop walk around some canola trials near Cojanup in Western Australia. The trials sown by Mike Ashworth and his team from the Australian Herbicide Resistance Initiative in partnership with the University of Adelaide were testing the impact of crop competition on ryegrass plants. Now these trials were situated in what must have been a sheep paddock. Ryegrass was everywhere. It was like a carpet in some places. How was canola going to grow in that situation? Well, grow it did, and I caught up with Mike Ashworth once the farmers had moved on. So basically, this trial's all about trying to increase the competitiveness of canola against weeds, especially annual ryegrass here in Western Australia. So one thing we find is that, you know, we're fast running out of herbicides for canola. Herbicide resistance is going through the roof, um, and it's spreading particularly fast, especially in the area of select clethodim resistance is, is quite major. So what we want to do is... Um, we, we really want to work out within ARI, how do we reduce the amount of herbicide that we have to apply to a plot? And how do we make that crop as competitive as possible to overcome the weeds by themselves? And we've had some fantastic results in these trials. Yeah, you said there's such a huge difference between these different plots. Now, when you're talking about competitiveness, you're basically talking about shading out ryegrass, aren't you? Yeah, so what you um, when you, you think about a weed, it's really just an, a really, really excellent plant that's in the wrong spot yeah okay and all plants are going to really do well weeds are fundamentally opportunistic right they're going to take root and they're going to grow really well where we leave any resources behind so water water nutrients and light okay so how do we utilize water it's by putting enough plants there for instance it's by giving the crop appropriate nutrition so it's going to grow the best to utilize all that water and same is going to be for light to give it the appropriate spacing for instance so it can shade out that intero hmm. um, and also using the right variety that's going to grow really rapidly and uh, take up all those resources okay we'll, get, we'll have a, a bit of a walk up and down here but let, yeah. tell me about the variables first so let's stay here hmm. because this is this is kind of a rolls-royce uh, little plot here yeah yeah uh, so what were the variables we'll see you were testing so what we've got is we've got a site here with actually three trials on there but um we've got two two really nice canola trials in the one trial that we're standing in front of now we're looking at three major effects one is seed rate right so seed rate we've got in this trial is 20 plants per square meter we've got 35 plants per square meter and 50 plants per square meter and normally a reasonable sowing rate is around 40 plants per square meter so we've got one that's slightly high okay so that's the district average I suppose yeah yeah about 40 plants per square meter the second treatment we have within it is we've got a hybrid and an open pollinated variety the hybrid variety is Hyola 559 and the open pollinators Benito. Now we pick those two because they have the exact, almost identical maturity timing. So we're not going to have a crop that just continues to, to grow away and continues to grow vegetatively and compete compared to the Benito. Um, they're both going to mature and start flowering the same way. The third variable, which is I think the most important, is seed size. Seed size? Yeah, seed size. So what we've got in here is we've got our small seed size is less than 1.8 millimetres in diameter and our large seed size is greater than two. And that's those two seed sizes are commonly used by growers. So we really wanted to show the effect on that. And, and of all the treatments, we know that seed rate, the more plants you have there, the more competitive the crop is, yeah. right? Well, the industry's been talking a lot about figure and about the competitiveness of, of hybrids, Yeah. right? 
And that's what we found in this trial. So we found seed rate is important. Going to 50 plants per square meter over 35 is really, really important. But the most important factor out of all of them is making sure your seed size is big. So that 0.2 of a millimeter makes that much difference? It does, it makes a huge difference. And, and what was found in a lot of research you know, when we increase our seed size, we actually get a massive increase in our yield, in our crop yield. Now, we also get that same increase in our competitiveness against weeds. So what growers need to do is make sure that they establish it well with a robust plant number. Don't mm. cut your rate too far. Do what you can economically do, right? But the big take home is to, if you're going to farm a save seed, make sure it's as big as you can. Yeah. Go yeah. big. Or if it's a, it's a bought-in seed and a hybrid, make sure you pick the variety with nice big plump seed. Now, okay, now we'll take a walk in a minute, but I just want to say that this, as a cropping paddock, this makes a fantastic sheep paddock because I've never seen so much healthy uh, ryegrass plants I know. outside of a sheep paddock. Yeah, no, and this is a, it's an excellent <laughs> agronomist and it really does show yeah. the, the role that herbicide resistance plays and how much of a challenge it yeah. really is. So uh, this, this particular plot here that we're looking at, as I, I think I described it earlier, is your Rolls-Royce one. There's virtually no, well, very few ryegrass plants uh, at, all, in, at, at all. I know, and there's and no you, herbicide applied. No herbicide applied, and you've just relied on, on seed size and density, cropping density. So 50 plants per square metre with a hybrid, so Hola 559, and large seed. And when you look in there, I would say that we'd be sitting around maybe one plant per square metre tops. Hmm. So that must take a m enormous pressure off the herbicide. It does, it does. And the one thing is, we, one thing we should never be doing is utilising herbicides in the absence of crop competition, right? Where we've applied a, a damn good herbicide, a damn good herbicide will fail when it's grown in the absence of competition because that plant's able to have enough resources to sort of metabolise the herbicide within itself and then continue to grow. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's wander down. What if, you, if you're growing, if you traditionally grow an OP? You want to keep growing an OP. Okay, so OP, so what we showed in this trial was that whilst you could get better competition out of a lower sowing rate with a hybrid variety, you still could get excellent control out of an OP. So what you need to do is make sure that you do not skimp your seeding rates, all right? So just in this trial, this, this trial and three trials last year, plus the three trials this year, have all shown across the wheat belt of Western Australia that basically, if we can keep that seed rate up around that 50 plants per square metre and put a lot of effort into grading our seed for the large seed size, we can achieve excellent results out of the OPs. Mm. We don't need, I'm not here to sell seed, we are here to sell agronomy. And that's, that's how you can do it. Another trial you had, let's quickly go up here, was all about uh, row spacing. And yeah. You just blew everything out of the water there with that, didn't you? <laughs> I did, I did. I, I commented to the guys that, you know, within this trial, we discussed what we could do right. Yeah. In this one, we're discussing how we can undo all that in one swoop, full uh, swoop. Okay, tell me, well, let's, let's have a look here. Let's stop here. So we've got a, a really good example here yep. of quite a wide row spacing. How, how wide was that? So this trial's about the um, same as the one before. It's got uh, three seeding rates. So it's obviously 50, 35 and 20. It's got the hybrid, no P, the Hyola 509 and the Benito but it's got 18 and nine inch row spacing. And wherever we've gone 18 inch row spacing, we've got a dramatic increase in ryegrass density. Mm. And that's simply because we're setting the crop up in a way that it can't utilize all those resources. If we sow our crop at a narrow row spacing, it's able to utilize those resources. And we have a crop here that's in mid flowering. And where we're looking at uh, the wide row plot at 18 inches, 
there is an awful lot of light, there's a lot of moisture, right? And there's an awful lot of space for those ryegrass plants to take hold. And some of these treatments have had a lot of herbicide applied to them, and we still have a lot of ryegrass. You compare this to, you, we've got treatments here that we've applied an awful lot of herbicide to on eight inch row spacing with high sowing rates and a hybrid. Yet over there, high seeding rates, large seed, but narrowest row spacings possible, which is nine inch. We had excellent results. So I'm I've always interested when I go to the, these sorts of places and you, you see the growers come along. They don't really say a lot, do they, when they come to watch these sort of things or to, to learn from these sort of things. What was your take home from what they're thinking? I mean, is this uh, so out of the box for them or are they doing something very similar? No, I thought they, you know, what we're doing here is really is common sense. It goes towards every other crop, to be honest. Yeah. I think what got them was the scale of the response. Okay, where we could actually grow, they ne they could not understand the fact that we could grow a canola crop without herbicides at all. Yeah, you're not recommending that, of course. I don't <laughs> recommend that. I no. really like a nice pre-emergent under that. Yeah. But we need to go and help those herbicides out with a, with a strong competition. So in this situation, you know, they were really amazed. They were asking questions around seed size. So if I've got a hybrid, how do I get larger seed size? Well, you do that by the variety that you choose. Go to those NVT trials early in the growing season and late, you see those crops that are actually canoping up faster than other varieties, keep an eye on them, then look at the yield data, yield and quality data, and then make your choice for the following season. Really, crop competitiveness and the way that this crop actually canopies up really has to start becoming into the mix when it comes to our decision making, when it comes to canola varieties. And if you've got farmer save seed? Farmer save seed, you've just got to go and at harvest, start grading truckloads of it. Right, and just keep the cream. Keep the, the larger seeds. Yeah. I suppose just to sum up, and I, I know you're probably getting sick of saying it uh, yeah. today because you've said it a number of times. So what are the key messages then? The key messages when it comes to canola agronomy, don't cut your seeding rates. I know it's so tempting. If you're growing a very, very large hybrid, you won't need as much seed as, say, for a smaller OP variety. But just look at the competitiveness of that crop. Try to make sure that you're utilising all those resources of that crop, okay? Try not to cut your seed rate. Use as much seed as you can practically use. Secondly, make sure your row spacings are narrow, okay? So say if the, a lot of our trials here are at nine inch row spacing and 18 inch, but if your growers were asking me, if I was out to 12 inch row spacings, what can I do? Use splitter boots. Try to reduce the size of that interval as much as humanly possible. If you still have to go wide, increase your sowing rate to make sure that crop utilises as much resource as possible. It's all about good general agronomy. We can't keep skimping on our canola inputs. And uh, there's been a lot of people looking at singulation of canola, for instance, but it grows a very, very uncompetitive crop. We can still, it's an amazing crop when it comes to how it continues to compensate and it'll continue to grow yield. However, when we use low seeding rates and low seed size, it really does come at the cost of competition. Mike Ashworth from Ari, and really the difference in the number of ryegrass plants between Mike's Rolls-Royce plot and plots just a few metres away with either smaller seed or lower planting density had to be seen to be believed. Mike was also doing some similar trial work on wheat in the same paddock. Keep an ear out for that podcast in which Mike talks about what they are learning about herbicide degradation, particularly in a dry season. Music.